T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, let's do a little bit more on the Blues here. And next up, my conversation with Mark Mulder. Uh, We're going to talk about a cool event that he's going to be a part of. It's the Club Corp Classic. So the PGA Tour Legends, I'm sorry, Champions. I keep calling them Legends, but the PGA Tour Champions. um, This is an official event, a tour event, but it's also including um, famous people like Mark Mulder and John Smoltz and Greg Maddox and Emmett Smith and a bunch of others that are really highly competitive golfers. So we'll talk to him about that. Uh, I want to talk a bit about getting ready for a major league season in a short amount of time like big leaguers are doing right now. And uh, definitely going to have to throw some stuff at him about uh, Yachty and Wayno, uh, his two former teammates that are still going and uh, obviously really looking like they'll line up for that opening day start together. Um, we'll get to Mark Mulder coming up in a few minutes. I wanted to finish some thoughts on the Blues. I haven't had a chance yet on the show to talk about trade and the trade deadline and the Blues picking up Nick Letty from Detroit. Uh, in the deal that saw Oscar Sundquist and Jake Wallman go the other way. Uh, their second-round pick going the other way as well. And uh, the, the Blues also picked up Witkowski, who was uh, immediately sent to the AHL. So not going to spend a lot of time on him. But I understand completely Blues fans wanting to push back on Oscar Sundquist being traded. I mean, look, man, he was a big part of the team's first-ever Stanley Cup. Like, that's not nothing. That's a big deal. And I, I, I think it's important to, to recognize that. Like, I, I don't think anybody's wrong for suggesting that they don't like him being included in the trade. But, and here's where the but comes in, you had to move money. And you're talking about a player that's been physically limited this year who cannot give you the things that you needed before and who, by the way, is, is playing on your fourth line. It's not a knock on Sonny. I, I think that's a he is a fantastic player. And he's a great, you know, he's a great locker room guy, the whole deal. There's nothing to dislike about him. But, again, you always know there's going to be a but here. But you don't have a lot of cap space. You've got to figure out how to do this. You've got to figure out, by the way, how to bring David Perron back next year. 
you're going to need that money. You're going to need his cap space next year, and you need a defense right now. And that's what Nick Letty brings. Now, is Nick Letty the the superstar answered all your prayers? Of course not. But he's a left-handed shot who can play with Pareko, who has Stanley Cup experience. I mean, it, it fit a short-term need. It might even, by the way, it might even fit a longer-term need if you can agree to terms with him for next year. Of course, the crappy part in all of this is as soon as you get that deal done and you're looking like, oh, hey, look at that. We got that guy so we can complete our top four. Now Tory Krug's out. He got that slash the other night. Not great. So he's week to week, by the way, which is, again, also not great. But you needed a defenseman. You had to give up something of value. And Sunquist will have value for the Wings next year. They're a young team, and he's really the kind of guy that can stabilize young players. Responsible, plays two ways. He's a grinder. He's got playoff experience. Like, you had to give up something. And the second-round pick is a big deal. But you also had to move money. And when you look at it for next year, you already got O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Shen, Butchnevich, Saad, Kairou, Thomas, Barbashev, all of those guys, that's eight that are under contract for next year. And all of them are clearly top nine players. And the ninth would be David Perron. And I don't know, I mean, I, I, I'm sure they want to have him back because he's been great. And he's another great one in the, in the locker room and all that. If you have Sunquist there, it's going to be a lot harder to bring to bring David Perron back. You're really tight up against the cap, and that's going to be the case again next year. So if that helps you bring back David Perron, and we're talking again, talking about a guy in Sonny who was playing on the fourth line, and you've got a lot of candidates to play on that fourth line next year at really low cap impact. Uh, they got Torpchenko. 750000 for next year. Nathan Walker, 750000 for next year. Logan Brown, 750000 for next year. So you've got those guys and more who can play in that role next year on the fourth line. Not to mention the fact that, you know, you got a guy in Jake Neighbors that damn near made the team this year and could easily be a guy that, if he doesn't make the team, is sitting in the AHL waiting, and if somebody in the top nine gets hurt, he can pop up there and play in the top nine easy. He's also a guy that... Heck, even in camp this year, there was some talk that he might be useful on a, in a fourth-line role, too. I, I, I don't have a complaint about this trade. It doesn't put you over the top. It's not the big play, the big trade that, that makes you a Stanley Cup contender, that gives you a chance to go out and win the Cup this year, but it improves your chances. It's not a grand slam. It's, hell, it's not even a home run, but you know what? It's a double in the gap. It's a good, it's a good, good addition. And yeah, it costs you something, a a very popular player and a second round pick. And and I don't want to diminish Jake Wallman, but I think Jake was not going to be a top four guy and, and and not here. And and I think, but I do think he can be a useful player there where they just want some more good depth, uh, you know, younger depth players. But unless there are people that you're planning on trading that I, that I can't think of, I mean, sure. You could still end up you know, wanting or needing to trade Vlad, I guess. But that whole thing has quieted down so much this year. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't just play out his deal for next year and then hit free agency, which is what he's scheduled to do. 
So I didn't have a big deal. I didn't have a problem with it, with with including Sunquist in the deal. And I'm not thrilled about it because he's awesome and he was great for you when you won a cup and he does a lot of things well. But he's limited right now, probably not going to be able to give you his peak game the rest of the year. And you needed that help on the blue line. And, you know, look, I, I, don't, I don't think that, again, Nick Letty's not going to light the world on fire. But I kind of like what I've seen him in the first couple of games he's played. He can move the puck. He can skate. So hopefully they'll get Tory Krug back in the not-too-distant future and they can get that top four settled before we get to the end of the month of April and we get to the postseason. All right, let's get back to some baseball. Actually, we're going to include a little golf talk uh, with Mark Mulder as well. Uh, he's going to be playing in the Club Corp Classic, which combines PGA Tour champions uh, and the PGA Tour Champions Tour and uh, celebrities. And they're going to be playing in a cool event. I, I want to talk to him about like how guys like him compare to the pros, the pro golfers. Because, you know, you think of these guys, you're like, wow, they're pretty good. You know, I mean, we know Mark Mulder's a really good golfer. So we're going to talk to him about that. But I, I mostly we're going to pick his brain about baseball, talk about getting ready on a short schedule, talk about Wayno and Yachty. The- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Full deal. Mark Mulder next on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, on Wednesday, I had a chance to catch up with former Cardinals left-hander Mark Mulder, obviously talking about his former teammates, Yachty and Wayno as they enter this year, what might be the last year for both, certainly going to be the last year for Yachty or Molina. Uh, we talk about getting ready for a season in just three weeks, which is what everybody has to do. But first up, uh, when I got him on the phone, we talked a bit about his participation in the Club Corp Classic. Uh, and it's going to be guys like, like Mark Mulder, like Tony Romo, John Smoltz, uh, Brian McCann, Emmett Smith, Pudge Rodriguez, all these these great athletes that are big-time athletes in other sports competing as celebrities against P- the PGA Tour champions that are over 50. And that's going to be a part of the Club Corp Classic. And, of course, Mulder has won uh, the American Century Championships, which is another kind of pro-am type event 
He's won that three different times. In fact, he won it three years in a row at one point. And we started off talking about these types of events. And as a former big leaguer, as a professional athlete himself, what the whole experience is like competing in the best uh, against the best in the world with the guys that are on the PGA Tour, or in this case, the Champions Tour? Well, that and that's what makes it fun. I mean, obviously, we have the American Century that you mentioned, uh, which is just a bunch of celebrities and entertainers and stuff. And then we had the old Diamond Resorts uh, that was in Orlando uh, that they do with the LPGA Tour. So we get to play with all the unbelievable girls in that one. And now the, this one, the Club Corp, being brand new this year with the Champions Tour. I mean, I kn- I've been fortunate. I know a handful of these guys. Um, man, it's, and like you said, it's just a fun time. Uh, all the ex-athletes, some of us are the washed-up ones. Some of us, <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers, are still going. Um, but we all love the game, and we all have such a good time. It allows us all to compete. Uh, and getting to play with all the Champions Tour guys makes it a lot of fun because most of those guys, they're, I guess you could say, they're very comfortable in their life you know they all had successful pga tour careers now they're on the champions tour and they're there to have fun and don't get me wrong they'll they'll rip your throat out you know when it gets down to it between the, between those guys but at least when we're paired with them man the, the few times i've been around them in these events we there's a lot of talking chirping going on it, it's a little bit more relaxed i guess you could say than some of the other ones now, it's interesting to me. I mean, all of the, the celebrities that we mentioned there, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. I didn't mention yet John Smoltz and Emmett Smith and all the others that I had already mentioned. You guys are all elite in your own right. How do you guys stack up to those legends as far as the game at this point? Because I know a lot of you are a little bit younger than them. Certainly guys like DeMarcus Ware are bigger and stronger than some of those guys. But what's it like seeing them at the level that they're at? Um, none of us could beat any of them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, over like, like over the three days, right, I guess right, you could say, right. you know, there, there's going to be individual days where whether it's myself, Smoltz, Romo, Marty Fish, one of us, yeah, we're going to beat somebody who's at the bottom of their leaderboard on any given day, but over a three day span, we're, we're just not going to beat those guys. I mean, that's, they are that good. Um, it's fun to watch, you know. I mean, I work out at the same gym with Kirk Triplett. He is much older than me, and he'd go out and whoop my butt any given day and play me for anything that I want, you know. So, I mean, that's the reality. I mean, these, these guys are the best of the best. It's, I guess it's the same. It's similar to my nine-year-old son, okay. I throw every Monday night. We have practice for his baseball team. Well, guess who's the only dad who can throw the ball right down the middle to where they can hit the kids fast? <laughs> You know, and I mean, it, while I'm, I've had multiple shoulder surgeries, if you want to call it, just continued on with my career of not missing barrels. And now I'm really good at hitting the barrels of these little kids. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, just because you get older doesn't mean you still can't do it and do it at a very high level. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's such these, a- guys, these guys are fun to play with, so. It's, it's always fun to me, Mark, to get the perspective of guys like you and, and the others that I mentioned who were at the top level in their sport. And I just I think it's great to, to paint the picture to people that are that are listening or, you know, some t- you know in some cases, the people that will be tuning in uh, April 22nd through the 24th for the Club Corp Classic, uh, just to give perspective. Right. Because I don't think a lot of us truly can grasp the differences and the specific skill sets 
from one sport to the next. And you guys all have physical ability, but but that mental that mental ability, the calm, and not to mention just the pure repetitions that somebody who is sport specific has over anybody else. For sure. And you know, people have said to me in the past, like, oh hey man, you're a really good golfer. You're gonna go, you know, when you turn fifty, you're gonna try and play professionally. And I and I kind of laugh at them because I, I say to them, I go, well, think about this. My friends who are on the PGA Tour now, whether it's Pat Perez, Ches Reeve, uh, Kevin Chappell, I mean, I could go on with 10 more that I play with here in Scottsdale. I can't beat them now. Why would I beat them when I turn 50? You know what I mean? Because they're, they're all going to st- go play on that tour possibly. So what, what would give me any chance of making it on there then they're all the same age as me or they were close, you know? So it's just one of those things. They like, you think about how many pitches I've, how many times I've thrown the ball to a target in my life. Right. How many times, how many times have they hit a golf ball to a target in their life? I mean, it's hundreds of thousands more than I've ever done, you know? So the, the talent is incredible. And some of these guys, I mean, look at Bernard, Bernard Longer. Yeah. He's still winning at, 60 whatever years old uh, or low 60s maybe i don't yeah. know either way whatever he is he still dominates so <laughs> it's uh it's just fun to play with them uh, a lot of these guys were really good and when i was a little kid not that i watched a ton of golf or that i played a ton of golf then but i still know who all of them are uh from watching them when i was younger Mark Mulder with us here on KMOX. The Club Corp Classic is coming up April 22nd to the 24th. And as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, this is a PGA Tour Champions event. Uh, you're going to have uh, 50 celebrities like Mark and Yvonne Rodriguez and Greg Maddox and Aaron Rodgers and John Smoltz and others along with 78 different PGA Tour Legends players. Looks like it's going to be a hell of a fun event. And I know that, Mark, is just a, a few weeks after we actually a couple weeks after we finally get to opening day after one of the one of the worst off seasons since, well, probably the mid nineties when we had the strike that took away the world series, but thankfully we're past all of that. And the guys are getting ready for the regular season. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see them out there, especially I live here in Scottsdale. So you have all the teams in in and around the Phoenix area, uh, stuff like that. And it's amazing how when guys, when camp started, cause I'm a member at a few really good golf courses here in Phoenix and, Next thing you know, the text messages started and the voice voice says, hey, uh, what about Thursday afternoon? Think we could get out and play? You know, that kind of stuff of just a handful of guys I'm still friends with and stuff like that. um, But, yeah, it's nice to see them back. I I didn't love seeing everything happen, them being locked out. um, But there's just certain things you have to do in 02. Uh, we almost went into we almost went on strike that year, mm-hmm. uh, right? Actually, when we were in the middle of our twenty game win streak in Oakland, is when all that was going down. So it was uh, it was nice to see all that get settled for these guys. What what would it have been like for you, Mark, to try to get ready in basically three weeks? And and I know these guys, I'm sure. In fact, the guys I've heard from and talked to have all said the same that they they kept with their normal program, even though it wasn't with the team. They were still throwing as much as they would have in the first week or two of spring. But obviously it's a little different, isn't it, when, you, when you're facing people live in games as opposed to just throwing in a gym somewhere? Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I, I, was, I, I always think back. There were a few times, you know, I, I threw a bunch going into camp. You're throwing sides. You're even doing some simulated games here and there. And then that first start, you go out, you throw two innings, 
and you can't move you can't move your body the next day, you know, and that's just throwing two innings. But right. I will say one thing: these players today, I'm not sure how much of an off season they really have. I mean, these guys are full on year round, literally year round now. So they might be a little bit more prepared for this. But you know, to be fair, I think four starts, four starts would be enough. Uh, to be ready and and let's face it the game the pitching has changed so very seldom do these guys ever even throw over 100 pitches so yeah in fact I learned this morning that the average start last year in Major League Baseball was just under five innings so I mean to be fair these starters can clearly make two starts and be ready to go because many of them are not even making it past the fifth I suppose Former Cardinals left-hander Mark Mulder, my guest here on Sports Open Line. Uh, again, I caught up with Mark Mulder on Wednesday of this week, and you heard a little bit of that during the Countdown to Opening Day show. We're going straight to the Cardinals topics next up. Uh, a little bit more on how pitchers are used and how teams are using starting pitchers, but also, to me, uh, the meat of all this is going to be getting Mulder's take on Yachty and Wayno kind of coming into what might be the last year for both, and we know it's the last year for Molina. Uh, and what they have at stake this year. I mean, look, if they make 20 starts together this year, they will have the most starts together of any pitcher-catcher combination in the history of Major League Baseball. So we'll get into all of that with Mark Mulder next on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Right, let's get back to the conversation with Mark Mulder. I caught up with Mulder on Wednesday, and we talked about a number of things. You just heard the part about uh, his participation in the Club Corp Classic on the golf side. This segment's entirely baseball. And, you know, we, we talked well, toward the toward the middle of this and we get deeper into it. We're going to talk a lot more about Yachty and Wayno and what those guys have done. And obviously, you know, Mulder saw them when they were young dudes and now they're the grizzled veterans uh, and still going and still going strong. But this first part here, uh, I asked Mulder about bullpen usage and essentially kind of building off of what we were talking about in the last segment and and kind of getting into this idea that, you know, yeah, there's some there's a lot of. Um, common sense that goes into being aggressive with bullpen usage and and going to guys early. But I also wondered about burnout for relief pitchers. And look, these are guys that want to have long careers too. And these guys that end up in middle and middle relief and even setup men can get put through the ringer real quick and it can and it can limit them a little bit. So I asked Mulder about that dynamic too, about how some of these guys just not protected they're just thrown to the wolves I, I completely agree with you I, I mean when I when you look at the game I you know there are guys being sent down called back up just so teams have fresh arms yep you know and so it is very different than let's just say most of my years where we had a bullpen for the bullpen didn't change for two months <laughs> um but and, and I get it uh, the game is is changing but I also question you know at what point, how many more years until a, there are, there is no starter who goes 200 innings, mm. you know, and then how many, and then how many years until owners go, Hey, I'm not paying that starter to X amount to throw 140 innings. Right. You know, I mean, there's, there's a whole, there's a whole give and take here where, when does it now, when does it 
change back to what it was. I mean, I, I don't know if it will. I don't know if it ever will. But it, it's it's a weird time with this game. I mean, all these changes being made year in, year out. It's like every year, everybody everybody seems to want to improve the game. You know, well, this game's been pretty successful for a really long time. You know, there's a part of me that can understand putting this runner at second base. You know, uh, there was time, uh, we were in New York one time, and we went 18 innings <laughs> in New York, and then we had to get on a plane and fly back to the Bay Area. Ooh. You know, and it, was, and it was a night game. So, I, I mean, and we had a game the next day. So, you know, it, it's one of those things. I, I do understand that for just sheer length of, of the game because there really wasn't more than maybe 500 people left in the stands by the time we got done. So, you know, there are parts of that that I can understand. And just I guess some of the ways, it, it, I don't know, from a person who is not in the game and really doesn't pay attention to it as much as I could, it just seems like every few months I'm hearing another story of how we need to change the game. And I guess as an ex-player, whatever, it just it kind of gets old hearing a lot of that stuff, I suppose. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I think uh, you know a lot of things change cyclically on their own over time anyway, Mark. I mean, we went through yeah. uh, an era where obviously some of it was related to steroid usage in the 90s and early 2000s, but we went through an era shortly after that where the pitchers started to dominate and everybody wondered if home runs would come back. And now we are back in an area where there are a lot of home runs, but with guys throwing so hard and missing so many bats, you're going to get a lot of strikeouts to go with that. And, and I think it's going to naturally cycle out of that at some point too. 100%. But like on what you, it made me think of it on what you just said, though. You know, pitchers start doing really well, and guess what? What's said next? Oh, I, I think maybe we should, lo- we should lower the mound. Or maybe we should raise the mound. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's just, there just always seems to be something. And it just kind of, I, I get it, things change. Totally understand that. And I mean, you know, used to see guys throw 150 pitches a game and yep. 270 innings and I totally understand that, but it's getting to a point now where starters are kind of, and maybe it's because that's what I used to do, but I mean, starters are going away. You know, I mean, it's, it's now so many of these games, these guys are out after the third inning. If they have a four, one lead, it's like, Oh, let's take them out and put in bullpen guys. Yeah. You know, and, and if those bullpen guys are so good, then, then let's lengthen them out a little bit and let them start, but they don't want to do that either. So you know, and like you said, it's the injuries, it's the shortened careers, it's the stuff like that. I mean, some of these guys who, who are in the bullpen who all seem to now throw 100, I mean, if they threw 95 and could throw multiple pitches for strikes, they could maybe be one of the best starters in the game. They never get that opportunity because they're just up and down in the bullpen, throwing two innings, throwing 101, and next thing you know, they're done. So I just – the other thing I find hard is how these teams are going to continually find arms that are ready to get big league hitters out mm. because as many as they go through and as many as they need throughout a season, I mean, that's a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of guys that, that need to be able to handle those situations of, of pitching out of a big league bullpen. And I'm just not sure how many of those you can possibly continue to come up with. I'll tell you this, Mark, and we'll close on this because uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, your old teammates, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, but one team that is more old school the way they do it is still the Cardinals. I mean, they still put together a a rotation of guys like Wayno and Miles Michaelis and Dakota Hudson and Jack Flaherty, you know, guys that 
that are not out there trying to throw 100 miles an hour, that are playing to the defense. They've put together another elite defense again this year. And I know that, you know, that's it's maybe the outlier now, but it still works and they prove it. And a guy like Wayno proves it still at the age of 40, getting people out. And, and I mean, I don't, I don't know how many guys have been 17 and seven with a 305 ERA at his age, but it can't be very many in the last 20, 30 years. No, definitely not. That was, that was really cool to see what he did last year. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and you know what? A lot of, yes, you're talking about Flaherty and you're talking about some of these guys. Yes, they do throw very hard. But that's kind of what a lot of these kids do now. Um, everybody has a higher velocity than than maybe what some pitchers used to. But the other thing is, you know what they do? Bet that what they do so well is they actually pitch. Yep. They pitch. They don't throw. And you know, the couple of the years when I in the 2016-17, I think when I was doing A's TV stuff, doing their games, it was so hard sitting up in that booth, watching some of these kids come into the game and have no idea how to pitch. You know, I'm up in the booth and I'm even saying all he's got to do is throw anything away, anything away, or, or just anything, slider, fastball, anything away. Cause this guy is cheating it. What does somebody call? They call a fastball in and it's a double down the line. And you're just, I'm up in the booth, just pulling my hair out because they're just throwing. They're all throwing sliders and fastballs as hard as they can. And if it's kind of inside or outside, great. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's no, there's no working a hitter. There's no paying it. It doesn't seem like there there's guys who really pay attention to how a hitter reacts to a certain pitch. And I mean, there were times I'd throw a sinker down the middle and you just see how the guy reacts to it. And you're like, okay. And, and it sets up the whole next, that next pitch and the next one after that. And maybe they're still doing it. But when I watch games, I just don't see a whole lot of it. That's all. Yeah, right there with you. Uh, and finally, your thoughts on on Wayno and Yachty maybe riding off into the sunset together this year. I know Yachty has already said this will be it. It's going to be his last year. Obviously, he's been around for a long time. Wayno is still killing it. He hasn't committed to this being the last year, but it may very well be. It's amazing that that Mark at the by the end of this season, if if those two can stay healthy, they will have the most starts together of any starter and catcher in baseball history. They need to work. They think they need to get like 23, 24 starts together. But if they get that, they will have done it more than any pair in history. Wow. I didn't, I actually didn't know that Yachty said that this was going to be his last. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I also didn't know that they needed 20, you know, low twenties, whatever to get that. That is, that's a special thing, man. I mean, those are two special guys to be honest with you. Um, both of them, their personality, their leadership, just the, the way they handle themselves on and off the field is, is pretty cool. And, you know, I know I've had a few conversations with Wayno in the past couple of years. So I know I'm going to, at some point when he does decide to walk away, I know I will, you will possibly be then talking to him about some of the things you're talking to me about some of these golf tournaments. (laughs) So he he will, and and trust me, you'll want to talk to him about the American century or the club corp classic before you talk to me. So (laughs) that that will be, I guarantee you that is where you'll see him next when he does decide to walk away. I got it a little bit wrong, Mark. They need 19 to tie Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehand from the Tigers in the sixties and seventies, 20 together. They're the all time leaders in in pitcher catcher starts together. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's awesome. And, and you know, to be fair, I mean, j- just with health that will, that should happen. So yep. 
I don't uh, – that, that's a special thing to leave this game with. And you know what? If they get to 18, then I guess they might both just have to do one more spring training and then just a couple <laughs> weeks of the season. Hey, just do it on opening day. They could do opening day uh, if they uh, need one more, exactly. right? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they can be like they can be like all the other starters. Go out, throw one inning, and call it a day. <laughs> uh, that right there, Mark. That's a closing remark. Well done. It's good to catch up with you, man. Uh, have fun with the event next month. Again, it's April twenty second to the twenty fourth. We'll look forward to tracking that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, be good, stay healthy, and hopefully, we'll see you at Bush Stadium at some point. Thank you very much. You got it, Mark Mulder, Cardinals, former, I was going to say Cardinals lefty, former Cardinals lefty, and obviously uh, doing a lot in the golf world now and keeping up with the world of baseball as well. All right, let's uh, finish with a little bit more baseball. We had a report today. Remember the whole thing last year in the middle of the year, Major League Baseball's like, we need to crack down on these pitchers using spider tech and other sticky things. You're never going to believe this, but pitchers found out a way to cheat as the season went along last year. And now baseball's going to crack down again on that. We'll tell you all about that, what that's about next up on KMLX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, just a few minutes left here. I wanted one more baseball story to get to. So, you know, last year it was a big deal. Major League Baseball um, cracked down on pitchers using spider tack and, the, and this anything sticky, really, you know, pine tar, whatever. And they did that right in the middle of the season. Now, keep in mind, everybody was, was complaining about that, but keep in mind, they were warned before the year, hey, we're going to be watching for this, so if we see it, we're going to penalize it. We're, you know, we're going to come after it in the middle. So everybody knew they had a fair warning that it was happening. But anyway, they made that big point of emphasis in season. And boy, wouldn't you know it? The minute they cracked down on the sticky stuff, we saw spin rates drop immediately. And they dropped to where they were, shockingly, six, seven, eight years ago when fewer people were doing these types of super stuff. Like, you know, pine, pine tar and a little dirt and sunscreen, all that, that's not going to get you what spider tack will get you as an example. Well, sh- even less shocking than that, we're finding out today that the data shows that spin rates went back up as the season went along last year. So there was a big dip, a big valley there when you looked at spin rate. And then as the year went along, later in the year, it started to go back up, started to go back up. And what they found was pitchers, shockingly, I know this is amazing to all of us that follow sports, that these guys would continue to try to cheat, found new ways to cheat. <laughs> they found different ways. So what they were doing, so when we looked at the inspections that umpires were doing, they were looking at the hats, the gloves, and the belts, right? Well, this is what I said at the time. So this is not revisionist history. This is me having seen this coming. I said at the time, if you're only going to check those places, they're going to have it in other places that you can't see. So you got to be able to check more. Well, what they found, I guess, was some of the guys were putting clear stuff on their hands because nobody was checking the hands, which is really dumb because if you're going to put it on the ball, it's got to be on your hand. Well, now they're going to be cracking down even more. They're going to, the starting pitchers are going to be looked at by umpires, um, you know, twice a game, relievers at least one time during the game while they're in there. 
and they're going to be focusing on what's on the hand less so than what's on the glove or the equipment because obviously, again, if you're putting it on the ball, whatever it is, it's going to be on your fingers. It has to be. I don't know how they're going to be able to tell, right, if you're using just a small amount. Are they going to be able to go by touch? Um, I wonder if they – wouldn't it be great if they had just like a little spray and you could spray on there and it would just show up? Like it would glow purple or something. (laughs) Like that would be pretty amazing. But anyway, in the least shocking story ever, the pitchers found a way to cheat. And in this era, there's just no way you can allow that. You can't. Again, I'm all I'm all for if they want to at some point standardizing what players can use. Maybe it's even a league manufactured substance that can be right there on the mound and you can dip your fingers in it and do you know something that's going to give you a little bit more grip. If you want to standardize it, great. Find something that will help with grip and command but won't necessarily help you spin the baseball like a frisbee, which is what happens with spider tack and other really strong substances like that. But it's already unfair for hitters. It's already, you know, velocity is already at an all-time high. We Even minus the substances, pitchers know better now how to create the type of spin that they want because we measure it all on computers in labs. Like, you go to any of these indoor baseball facilities, and I coach at an indoor baseball facility here at All-Star Performance in, in, uh, in Crestwood, and... We have those types of tech, that type of technology where we can pick up spin rates and all that. And we use it regularly for junior high and high school players and for college players that come back to work in the winter and for pros that come back to work in the winter. I mean, if, if, if this stuff is available to all ages, these, this technology. So pitchers have never had a better advantage than they do right now. And yeah, you know what? I'll even include the 60s when they had to lower the mound and do all that stuff. I think the advantage right now is that great. Because two things that are really tough to deal with are velocity and high spin, right? The higher the spin rate, the more life the fastball has, the more break the breaking ball has, the whole deal. And obviously, the lower the spin rate, the better it is for things like sinkers and change-ups. So baseball's going to be cracking down on it again this year, and I'll be curious to see... Uh, how many people get caught and how many people actually changed their old habits coming into the year. You guys have yourselves a great Friday night and a great weekend. We'll catch you again on Monday night here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.